What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And welcome back in. Hour number two of the program here on Thursday morning. And room for you at 508-996-0500. Or you can hit us up on app chat on the WBSM app. And uh, uh, so I talked with Kate in the newsroom and I took a look at the story too. And I, I think the caller was just um, just misheard what was said a little bit because uh, the reporting is that there were live rounds that were found. So, uh, you know, it probably was that um, bullets were on the person and ended up falling out or something along those lines. I don't want to speculate, but they were live rounds that were found, not shell casings. So uh, again, the so what from what Kate was telling me, the police could not confirm that shots were fired. That's what they told her. That's what the information was that was provided. So we'll find out more, I'm sure, as uh, as that case moves forward. But that's what we know at this point. Anyway, five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. If you want to call in and chime in, we were talking about the the story at newbedfordlight.org regarding the. After Dark program at New Bedford High, which allows for students to go to Greater New Bedford Voc Tech and take vocational courses. Now, they also offer vocational courses at the high school, but because of this statute, uh, they can't duplicate, duplicate the courses that are offered. But they can utilize the school's equipment, the, the, the vocational school's equipment and staff to continue educating others who aren't regular Vogue Tech students. And it's a, it's a very interesting program. And in reading the article, you learn a lot about it. But I have reached out to the person who is the director of it to see if they will come on at some point and join us and talk a little bit more about it just so we get a little bit of an understanding about it. Maybe it won't be possible because uh, the school day uh, would preclude them from being able to join us during this time slot. We could always pre-record something. Perhaps Marcus would want to have them on South Coast tonight uh, if that's easier. But it seems like, you know, this is one step toward fixing the problem of being able to offer vocational training to the students that want it. 
again, 508-996-0500. And uh, I, I, want, I didn't want to skip over this app chat message from, from Dan in New Bedford. I just waited until the start of the next hour so that it didn't kind of uh, get in the way of the conversation that we were having. But Dan in New Bedford, who as uh, anybody that follows the show knows, um, sends in app chat messages arguing with me all the time. Doesn't doesn't like the the perspective that I have, and so today's message is just wondering, seeing how you say that I am so negative and I am a miserable person. What do you say to Barry's face? You talk about how the show is the total his show is the total opposite of yours. Does that mean everybody that doesn't think the way that you do? Hold on, I lost it. Uh, thinks the way that you do. That means everybody that doesn't think the way you do is negative. If anyone that calls and agrees with everything you say wouldn't be that much of a talk show. Also, just wondering why can't there be a talk show with someone like you and Barry at the exact same time? That there would be two sides of the conversation rather than a one-sided conversation. Well, that's we have that show. It's called South Coast Tonight. That's the show where we have people who are on opposite perspectives of almost every issue. And they come together and, and have rational discussion about it. So that program does exist. And we, we had the roundtable when I first started doing this. The roundtable didn't work out because, you know, it, folks didn't want to participate. There was things going on. Well, it's not they didn't want to participate. They couldn't participate. There was uh, other things that kept them from being able to come in and do it. So we kind of scrapped the idea. But th there's differences of opinion all the time. It, you, you say that I want people that call in and agree with me. That's not true at all. In fact, if you ever listen to the show, most people don't that call in. I just don't want people that are going to be inherently miserable about everything. And 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 calling saying that kids this was this was your comment yesterday, saying that the kids that come from Vogue Tech can't even tie their own shoes. Is that is that bringing rational conversation to the table? Or is that just being a grumpy person? So I call you those things because that's the way you portray yourself in the app chat messages. I'm sure if you called in, I would feel completely different about you. But that's the way it comes across when you say things like kids can't even figure out how to tie their own shoes. And, and, and everything that you write is is something that is negative and mean-spirited. So, yeah, that's that's I just make the assumption that that's the kind of person you are. But I think we have a lot of uh, people that call into this program that disagree with me. The ones that can do so in a in a in a sane and calm and adult and um, factual manner. The ones who can use logic in their argument over emotion. We have great conversations and great back and forth. We had people that were calling and disagreeing with me on this Vogue Tech issue yesterday. No problem. But then, if you are going to call in and be off the rails we're going to move on that's all it's not a matter of that I'm trying to control the conversation I, I hope that you would send that same message to any other host and say why don't they have somebody on that disagrees with them but you won't because you like their perspective you just want to hear me not have to say what I have to say as much sorry from 9 to 12 this is the perspective you're going to get you obviously like it because you listen every day and you send in the message every day. 
Anyway, five. I don't want to get bogged down in all that. 508-996-0500 if, uh, if you want to call in and chime in. Also, uh, just a reminder, because so many of you are probably out there trying to scramble last minute, trying to get your, your uh, corned beef and get it ready for tomorrow. Uh, and let me give you a tip. Yesterday, I had to run over to Best Buy. I was picking up something electronic, so I went over to Best Buy. And while I was there, I said, I'm going to run into the Stop and Shop next door and see if I can grab my corned beef now. Because it seems like every time I've been near a supermarket the last few days, I wasn't going right home. And I don't want to just leave meat in my car. So I said, all right, I'm, I'm going right home after this. I'm going to stop and do my shopping. Walked in and I got a point cut corned beef, which is what I prefer. A point cut corned beef. It was regular. It was marked $25. It was, uh, it was about just under four pounds, 3.8 pounds. Got it for $5.67. So if you're looking for a good point cut corned beef, they, they only had one flat cut left, but they said they have been stocking it up every day. But the um, the one that I got was a beautiful, well-marbled piece of meat. So, And I bought a four-pounder, even though it's just me. I'm going to have corned beef hash and Irish stew and Rubens and all that. I want to make sure I have leftovers. So you can head on over there. And I got that and I got the cabbage at 19 cents a pound, marked down from $1.29 a pound with a digital coupon. I got my whole um, corned beef and cabbage meal, including Irish soda bread. I got all of it for like 18 bucks. That's with the sour cream to make my horseradish sauce. You might not want that. Lobbed two bucks off there. Maybe you don't want the soda bread. I paid four bucks for that. Lob that off right there. You can go in there and get your meal for 12 bucks. So head on over there. And, of course, cook it in an hour, an hour and a half, using the Instant Pot. And I've got the article at WBSM.com and on the app with all the uh, information about that. And if you do it, let me know how it works. All right, we got some phone calls here. Let's go to the phones, 508-996-0500. You are on WBSM. Hello. Yeah, Tim. How are you doing, Tim? Good. How are you? Oh, doing all right. You know, when people speak about what's going on in America today, they get labeled as negative, grumpy, and uh, they don't want to hear it. They want just lollipops and bubble gum. Not everything's positive, and it's not all negative. But some people don't want to hear about, you know, the decline of our economy, uh, the devaluation of our dollar, the, all the jobs that got shipped out. You know, the $32 trillion debt, the $400 billion interest, and Moody's downgrading uh, the credit of the United States, which impacts us. All the money that's being spent in the Ukraine, billions and billions of dollars. Uh, you know, there are legitimate problems that need solutions. Uh, and uh, when you talk about that, you get labeled as uh, grumpy, uh, all that negative guys no, on the I line again. I, I don't. I don't consider that to be negative. I mean, you're looking at things from a rational perspective. You're looking at things logically, and you're concerned about them. I would say that that is a concerned perspective. Um, I would say that if you if you uh, you know if you obsess about it all the time and that's all that you think about, then you run the risk of just becoming a negative person. And I I wouldn't want anybody to do that about anything. You know, to, well, to whatever negative, the topics may be. Right, a negative person is someone that says something 
Uh, you know, it's more like out of spite than it is based in reality, like you're saying. And, and it's a person. But if you're, it's a person who automatically assumes that there's no light at the end of the tunnel. It sounds like when you oh, talk right. about these things, you think, you know, you might not know what the solution may be, but you know that a solution is out there. And right. so you're, you're not you're not just giving up and throwing your hands up and saying that's it. This is how it's always going to be. Right. Right. Absolutely, I agree with you. But it has to be a solution that is going to put this country forward. That's going to put the city forward. It's going to put our state forward, you know, because, I mean, uh, the road conditions, just just the city. Let's take a local. Uh, the, the roads are riddled with potholes. Uh, it's crumbly infrastructure. Uh, you, the, the nights, the, the lights, the street lights at night are so dim you can't even see where you're going. You got the crime problem, and it was reported on your news station, another shooting in the south end. You know, and... Uh, but the only thing that the city council does all of this time is rent control. But what about the other stuff that's really impacting our city? And it's like it's just I don't. It's you hear crickets. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think I think that you can do multiple things at once. So it's not like they do, they are only focusing on one issue. But also, if people have concerns about those issues, where are your answers on them? Well, you know, where the where is the discussion is too- at least? Well, well, that's got to be a debate, right? They have to be uh, discuss these topics. And like Shane Virgo ends up, uh, uh, we know Ian Abreu was his grandmother passed away, and he needs, you know, time to grieve, and 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 then they have the common uh, courtesy to wait for him to to come back so they can take a vote on it. But he got upset because the other city councils was a no show, and he walked out with uh, Brian Pereira. But it's just, this is it, double standards. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you look at that and you say, um, it's easy to look at it and say, well, there's a different person running the council now. So, you know, that maybe it was up to that person to make that decision as to whether or not they should have waited. But I think the, the, the bigger problem here is that, and again, to go back to the public safety conversations, those conversations are happening in the public safety committee meeting. The problem is people aren't hearing enough of the full council discussing that in the regular council meetings to feel more comfortable about it. You know what I would like to, Tim, on New, New Bedford uh, cable access? Uh, I would like to see that transmitted live because I watch it to tune in. I get recordings. Obviously, the recordings are like two weeks, sometimes a month ago. And when, you know, the the topics come and gone, and we need to be, I mean, your radio station is is great to keep us informed, but we want to know, too, I mean, see what's going on in the in the, in the uh, city council chambers uh, to give us an idea what's going on over there. Right, and it's, and something, it's people, something we've been talking about. I don't understand. You have the cameras. You cover the meetings anyway. Those should be able to be broadcast live. Right. We want to know what's going on. You got some people saying the city councils go there to, you know, eat snacks and drink. And there's some walk out, some don't show up. I mean, there's so many important uh, issues in the in our city that need to be addressed. And, uh, you know, I don't we're not we're not being well represented. Uh, I mean, uh, our interest, that is. Well, you, you know, if you. you you may want to read Jack Spillane's column that he has up at NewBedfordLight.org because he echoes those same sentiments. You know, it's, hey, that's, it's very troubling to me because uh, obviously the city council's uh, members and the mayor represents, you know, the, the people of this city. But i got to tell you, uh, these roads are horrible. 
I never seen so many uh, deep potholes and cracks and uh, you know it's it's troubling that our streets look dirty and you know the crime and the speeding that's another thing that's not being talked about speeding on city streets especially by school zones people are clocking at 40 50 even more on city streets uh, uh tailgating aggressive drivers uh, what's being done about this uh, i would hope that they would put up these signs where it shows that the speed that people are going you know like like they do in uh a cushionet yep those flashing and signs Fay, and in fairhaven uh where it flashes that mm-hmm. uh, how, how how fast you're going yeah, I mean, I think there there is a call for more of those. I just got to hold you there because I'm up against a break, but thank All you right, for the Tim, call. All right, Tim, have a good day, Tim. You as well. And um, I mentioned Jack Splain's uh, column up at newbedfordlight.org. Let me just give you the first line of it. You can go on and read the rest of it, but uh, this is something that he, he kind of alluded to when he was with us on Monday, and I'm sure we'll talk about more this coming Monday, but just the first line of his column. The year 2023 may be remembered as the year the New Bedford City Council completely stopped functioning as a serious body. So you can guess where he goes from there and uh, check it out at newbedfordlight.org and we'll talk with him about it on Monday for sure. I do have to take a break. If you want to call in and chime in, 508-996-0500. You can also hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. We'll be right back. Having trouble trying to sleep. I'm counting sheep, but running out. As time ticks by, still I try. No rest for clock tops in my mind. On my own, here we go. And welcome back in 508-996-0500 or hit me up on app chat on the WBSM app. And, um, you know, when I, when I was in high school, we I formed a band for the senior year talent show where I was going to be the singer, which I don't know what I was thinking. I'm a terrible singer. My friend Steve was a guitarist. My friend Ben was the bassist. And we didn't have a drummer. The dr- We were waiting for the drummer to come down on the weekend because he was a summer kid. Uh, but we were going to play that song at the at the uh, talent show. Glad that we didn't go forward with it because we didn't know what we were doing. But you know who does know what they're doing? Marcus Farrow and Chris McCarthy, the host of South Coast Tonight. And tonight, they will be hosting an interview with Lieutenant Governor Kim Driscoll. 8 o'clock here on WBSM, the Lieutenant Governor will be with Marcus and Chris. So you can tune in for that. Uh, and, of course, Marcus will also be covering the event with Governor Healy and Lieutenant Governor Driscoll today uh, in New Bedford. And he'll he'll talk about that on the program later on tonight as well. Another thing I want to let you know about, because we're going to be talking about food. We're going to be talking about some St. Patrick's Day food coming up in a moment. So when talking about food, we have to remember that young kids shouldn't ever have to go hungry. That's why we here at WBSM partner with the United Way of Greater New Bedford for the spring edition of the Hunger Heroes Food Drop which is made possible thanks to Primacare and First Citizens Federal Credit Union, will be collecting food items to serve to school-aged children in our area. We're going to be making nutritious packaged meals and snacks to keep them fed over the school vacation week. The United Way takes all these donations that we will gather up from you on Saturday, March 25th, 
they gather them all up and they create these nice packages and uh, they give them to the kids so that the kids will be able to have nutritious meals and snacks throughout the upcoming April vacation week. So you can join us on Saturday, March 25th at Aldi in Dartmouth from 10 a.m. to noon. And all you have to do is pull up with your donation and we will take it out of your car. You don't even have to get out of the car. We will handle everything. But uh, you just have to go to Aldi in Dartmouth. You don't have to buy anything at Aldi either. It's You can easily run into the store and fill up a couple of bags of donations if you want. But, uh, you know, if you have stuff that you want to donate otherwise, you can do so. Just pull right up to Aldi. We'll be there. You'll see our tent and everything. Come on over. We'll take it out of your car. Again, it's happening Saturday, March 25th from 10 a.m. to noon at Aldi in Dartmouth. And that is a change from where we've done it in the past. You're probably used to going over to uh, to uh, Buttonwood Park to the warming house. Not this time around. We're going to be at Aldi. We're going to try and move it around to, to put it in some different locations. And so Aldi in Dartmouth on March 25th from 10 to noon with the Hunger Heroes Food Drop Spring Edition uh, with WBSM and the United Way of Greater New Bedford. And I said we were going to be mentioning food um, because JJ in Fairhaven sent an app chat image prepping the vegetables for the corned beef and cabbage and uh, really good job cutting those carrots on the bias. Those are some, those are some beautiful cuts. I could not cut them that well. Um, and you know, the vibrant colors and everything, you're going to have one heck of a dinner with that. Uh, Alan Somerset says, Hey Tim, I'll bring the Irish beer over to help you with that meal. Enjoy. I will never turn that down. And by the way, Al, I looked for you at the, um, whatever it's called, the amp. Now, I looked for you uh, at Monday Night Raw, but I didn't see you. So I was looking to say hello. Uh, and also, HD in New Bedford recognizes the song Brain Stew. That's that's the song that we played, absolutely. And um, I just had to cut it right before the next verse because even though I played the clean version, you could still kind of tell what it was that they would have said in that. So those of you who are fans of that song know why I cut it where I did. Uh, and then Tom in North Dartmouth says, I work with all five local vocational schools for co-op enrollment. My opinion is that the schools have lost their way. They were designed to put people to work. Some students take programs and have no intention to work in their field. That is a waste. The school goal is to send them to college. Why not fill those seats with people that want to be trained for employment when they graduate? Look at 1917 when they started vocational schools, what their goals were. And so here's somebody that's out there working with these students. You know, the same way that Colin Hogan was uh, had this written in his report yesterday, talking to some of the auto shop people in New Bedford who say, yeah, we, we try to bring in kids from Greater New Bedford Votech, but they they don't really want to do the job. They're not getting kids who are like, yes, I, I want to work in the automotive field. Now, that might just be that they're not getting that student. I'm sure those students are going somewhere for their co-ops, the ones who really do want to do it and really do want to learn. But the point here is that in this particular case, you know, they're getting the ones that don't. And this here's a person here with Tom who says that he works with kids from five different schools, five different schools, and he's having that same experience with kids from all of those. So you can hear me say all all day long that there are kids taking up those spots that have no intention of having a a vocational education, uh, putting that vocational education to work in the real world. And you can say that, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about, but here's somebody that's dealing with those kids who's saying that same thing. 508-996-0500, if you want to call in and chime in, uh, we can take your thoughts on that. We can also take your phone calls. We can take your app chat messages, your emails, Tim at WBSM.com, whatever is the best way for you to get your, your point across. 
So again, I'm just thinking about that photo JJ sent of those vegetables and and dreaming of how good the meal is going to be tomorrow. I know a lot of you probably don't like it. A lot of you don't want to have it. Is somebody out in the hallway? Somebody want to come in? All right. The door to the studio just opened on its own. And 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 this place is haunted. I know that for a fact. It's been haunted for as long as I've been coming here. But the door to the studio just opened, and it opened a good six inches, maybe more, on its own. All right, then. 508-996-0500. So I was, I was saying about the, um, the wonders of the corned beef and cabbage. Not everybody likes it. Not everybody enjoys it. Uh, not everybody enjoys having to cook it if they do like it. And if you're looking for some restaurants that may be offering it, check out WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Maddie Levine has a story where she compiled the places that are offering it so that uh, if you do want to take part in it but you don't want to do the work yourself, you just want to go out and order it and have a nice big plate of it or maybe you grab it to go and you take it home. That's what I used to do. I don't When I didn't make it myself because of the time factor before I knew I could make it in an hour and a half, I would get it to go and I would take it home because to me it's it's the kind of meal that I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sit in front of the quiet man and watch it or Darby O'Gill and the little people. I'm going to watch something like that. The Banshees of Inisherin, maybe. I'm certainly going to watch the U2 documentary that's on Disney Plus that's released tomorrow. But, you know, I want to be able to eat it while I'm watching that. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Okay. I guess they got upset when I said that uh, I like Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Some people don't like that movie. Some people are scared of it. When I was a kid, it was one of the first movies that freaked me out when I was really little. The the scene with the Banshees. That that, that was a pretty pretty freaky moment for you know five, six-year-old me. Then by the time I was seven, I was watching Poltergeist on a regular basis, so I outgrew that fear quickly. But if you haven't seen that movie, it's it's a it's a technological wonder considering the the year that it was made. But of course, The Quiet Man is is more my must go to film because that's that's what I hope that Ireland looks like. Kate Robinson, who who lived there, assures me that that's what it looks like. Um, but uh, I that's that's that was always my goal. I wanted to buy a little cottage like Sean Thornton had, the guy in the movie, not the not the hockey player. I wanted to buy a little cottage like that and have that be where I where I retire to, with nobody else around me, and I have to walk three miles to get to the pub. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. You are next on WBSM. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, um, my name is Susan. I have a question about poltergeists and ghosts. I live in New Bedford. Recently. Sure. Um, well, I'm in my bed watching TV. Is it feels like somebody comes up and sits on my bed, literally? I'm crazy, and I thought it was a cat at first, but it's not because last night I watched the cat was eating. I watched her on the bed, and it happened again. And this is it. The whole bed moved, and I'm just wondering if, if I'm losing my mind. I'm, this has been happening a lot. No, I, a, I wouldn't say that you're okay. losing your mind, but this I, I get reports of this quite often, actually. Oh, do you? Where people? 
People will feel right. that somebody sat down next to them and they'll, it could be on a bed, it could be on a couch, but they actually see the imprint, the indentation of the person sitting there. I was too scared to look. I mean, I got up, I looked, I, I took the blankets off, I went everywhere. My son was killed 10 years ago, so I always think, oh, maybe it's Eddie coming back or something, but I don't, I don't know what's going on. But well, that, that could very well be it. That could, have, yeah. that could be what it is. I don't know, but it's gotten really strange. I just wanted to see if anybody else experienced this. It, it, it's actually pretty common. Do you do you have other things that are going on? Like, does it does the the, the, the I have a lot of stuff going on right now. He has tw- a twin brother who's thirty seven, and um, he's going through a big mess right now. It's it's really bad. And I'm maybe I didn't even think of that. Until you just mentioned it. Maybe that's it because he's com- a twin brother. Yeah, coming back to let you know he's died. he's still around and he's there, keeping wow. an eye out and all of that. Sure. I bet you that's it. Oh my god, I feel I feel better now. I can see. Thank you so much. No problem. I'm going to think about yeah. that because I bet you that's what it is. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, Thank keep, you so keep, much. keep me up to date with everything. Oh, I will. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. What I would recommend, too, is when he he sits down next to you, you know, refer to him by name. Tell him, hello, thank you for coming and visiting me and uh, and, and seeing if those, you know, those those experiences continue. And maybe maybe they'll even become a little bit more intense. Um, But, you know, it can be an unnerving thing when things like that happen and you don't know what it is and you don't know if it's if there's a rational explanation behind it. Listen, to, to those of you who are skeptical about the existence of ghosts, so am I. I know I know that the phenomena takes place. I just don't know for sure what it is. And that's why I keep looking into it because I'm fascinated by what are these things that happen and how do they happen? So to me, I've never really had my my mind settled onto, onto the, to the what or the why or the how of any of it. And that's why I keep looking into it. I just, ex- I just accept that it is happening. And then look beyond that for the questions, uh, you know, the questions that can can lead us to, to maybe trying to figure it out. 508-996-0500. And uh, again, as I said, it's not uncommon, by the way, for people to say that they have loved ones that are around them or come to them in a time of crisis or a time of um, challenges. And it's just their way. You know, I'm going to I'm going to kind of fall into the realm of the psychic medium a little bit here and, and, and cite with my friends who have those abilities say it's just their way of kind of letting you know that they're around you and that they are keeping an eye out for you and looking out for you. And to those of you who are skeptical about that and don't think that that's possible, I ask you, what harm does it do for somebody to think that then? If they are comforted by that thought. 508-996-0500, you're next on WBSM. Uh, I feel like it's illegal. I'm talking to you twice in one day. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't have to be here this long. What's the what's the uh, what's the amount of limit of that they have to make you work in a day? Yeah, right, right, right. I, I work twelve. When, when I work, I work pretty much between twelve and fourteen hour days, anyway. So yeah, I, I, I get you there. When, when I was in the food service industry, that was the typical day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so I got an interest in, I, I got an interest in, um, nothing to do with the paranormal or nothing like that. Um, but it's, it's more of like, um, satellites in space. Mm-hmm. Now my brother sent me a, uh, a text message the other, about, about a month ago. And, um, you know that, that, that Elon Musk thing that they're doing there with the, the, trying to get the, the, Cell phone yep, satellite the, uh, yep. in space. The Starlink there. What's it called? Starlink. Yep. Hey, did you did you know that 
he sent me a, a text message and it gave the, the a certain day last month you could actually see all 50 satellites in the sky and as they were as they were flying over us New Bedford behaving area you know yep. pushing it and uh, I brought my I brought my daughters out there and they and they looked you know and um, well one of my daughters cause my other daughter was out but um, so. We we literally looked at a certain time. I think it was like six forty nine at you know at night. And I guess from the way that the sun was setting, it was reflecting off of the solar panels on the satellites, and that's the only reason why you saw all of them. But it was literally fifty little stars, like dots, like in the sky, all equally spaced out, and and it was just literally traveling, and then they would just disappear. It was the wildest thing. I mean, it was during when everything when the Chinese spy balloons and everything. That was going on, you know what I mean? Sure, so was, yeah. That was like, oh man, I'm like, if you're if you're not okay, so if you're not up to speed with this stuff, and you just happen to look up in the sky and see that going on during all this crap going on with a, uh, you know, the spy balloons and everything else, you're like, holy crap! And then remember, I don't know if you remember, but they um, were talking about um, you know extraterrestrial uh, invasions going on, and uh, you know drones flying by and everything, and well, um, over t- uh, t- that lake. To, to be fair, the um, the Department of Intelligence that that share that, uh, that that information, they they just called it um, unidentified aerial phenomena. They didn't use they did not use the term extraterrestrial at all. So right, 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 right. No, no, no. You know what I mean? But yeah. yeah, but yeah, but it was it was wild. I mean, to, to to be able to see that in real life and be like, holy crap! You know what I mean? And <laughs> with the, with the. <laughs> So there are there are websites where people like will report having UFO encounters and they'll they'll submit these reports and not you know I often write about them every now and then and a lot of the times the people are seeing Starlink and they don't know what it is they're not aware of it yet right. so they put it in as a report and then somebody comes back and says no it was just Starlink because it is something that is fascinating when you see it and there are so there are so many more things in the sky than there used to be what I would recommend is you you can actually download apps on your phone that will track it or you can get like a star map a sky map app that will actually yeah. show you where everything is, all the planets, and they will, including Starlink. Yeah, yeah. And it's fascinating because yeah, you, you, yeah, you walk out, you look up, and you're like, oh, what is that? And then you just point yeah, the exactly. phone up there, and it tells you that's Venus. And you say, oh, that's super cool. I never would have known that. Yeah. I actually, it was a really, uh, like a really uh, clear night one night. Um, like, I mean, abnormally clear. And uh, it, 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 I was outside grilling, and it was like, you know, um, I don't know. It wasn't dusk. It was like after dusk, but there was still like a nice light on the on the horizon, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I seen these two headlights coming towards me from New Bedford. Now I live in Fairhaven, so I mean, I, right over the river is New Bedford, and I literally seen these two headlights coming across the sky. But it didn't dawn on me that that's the that's the in the direction of uh, Providence. So right. you know what I mean? They, I it was a plane coming towards me, but it was for the longest time. And then oh, finally, yeah. it was right above me, and I was like, "Holy crap!" It was a plane the whole time. I was like, "Oh shoot, here we go! <laughs> they're coming! They're coming!" That's when he's like, "I yeah, should have right, been, right, right, right. I should have been nicer to Tim because he he has the direct line connection yeah. to the mothership." I'm just know, kidding. Right? I'm teasing. Hey, listen, uh, uh, listen. Before I let you run, uh, I, I I don't agree with you. Know I don't agree with you much on politics, but I do have to agree with you on this one. Um, you know, when you said earlier in the in the segment, I think it was in the first hour. You know, oh no, no, it was the second hour. I'm sorry. When you were reading that message from Dan, um, it, it, you you can still call in and you're even texting, but you know it, you are right when you said you have to have that fine line of you know, in order to have a, a a good conversation with somebody, you have to talk rationally with each other. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? You don't have to always go after somebody and because just because like like I said, like I, like I just said two minutes ago, I don't I don't agree with a lot of your stuff that you say politically, but I'm not going to sit here and bash you over it. You know what I mean? Listen, there's people who think... have tried to have conversations with me on this show that if they said the things that they said to to me, if I was you know the person sitting next to them at the bar, that person would have punched them in the face. Oh, absolutely. And that's not the absolutely. kind of behavior and, and attitude you should bring to talk radio, you know? Right, right, right. Nope, nope. All right, well, All right, I got to hold you there. Hey, thanks for the call. Day. You as well. And, oh, sorry. Callers, hang on. I do got to take a break. We'll get back to you and as soon as we come back. Welcome back. Hey, just a quick note. I know, looked down at my phone and I noticed right around the same time that that door opened on its own to the studio, I got an email from Travel Channel to alert me that coming up on April 6th, a brand new season of Ghost Hunters will start. So I don't know if those two things are related, uh, but it was a little bit weird uh, unto itself. You know what is not weird, though? Going to Barrels and Boards and visiting the marketplace and getting all of the fantastic food that they offer there. You know, when we talk about the food that they serve in the restaurant, I'm sure your mouth starts watering. Well, you can have that same quality of food at home. You can go into the marketplace, which is located right next to the Barrels and Boards restaurant, and you can get all the same quality meats and seafoods that they use in the restaurant. But you can also get pre-made meals to go. Imagine being able to go home and just taking a family-sized portion of, oh, I don't know, shrimp Mozambique and throwing that in the oven, warming that up and having a Barrels and Boards meal at home for the whole family. That's the kind of stuff that you can get in the marketplace, and it makes it so easy to have a good, delicious meal without having to do any of the work. But maybe you want to try and do the work. That's okay. They sell all the ingredients there for you to be able to make it yourself, including the artisan sauces that they make right there in the kitchen. So if you want to check it out for yourself, head on over to the Barrels and Boards Marketplace. It's located on Route 138 in Raynham, and it's right next to the restaurant. It's easy to get to. You just go right down Route 140, go to the Taunton Green, go about a quarter of the way around, head up along 38, and it's just a few miles down the road. Or if you're coming on 495, it's right off the highway. Check them out online, barrelsandboardsma.com. That's barrels, the letter N, boardsma.com. Let's sneak in a quick call here before we have to take another break. You are next on WBSM. Hello. Hey, Tim. I know I'm, um, this is probably a little bit different than uh, what you're uh, talking about today, but you need to give a shout-out to our homeboys. The Wham basketball team. Yeah, they're, in, they're they're going to the championship Sunday. And I, I, when was the last one? I can't remember the year. That was it. 20, was it twenty uh, twelve? Uh, gee, or twenty ten? Yeah, it's one of those. I, I forget myself. I went to it, but I forget. It was the, the, the Jules teams. the Jules Tavares era. I remember yeah, those days. Jules Tavares and Jabez and the Pina Boys. Yeah, uh, what a team. Um, but they, they played Millbury last night, and Millbury was a pretty tough team. They beat Bourne, but um, Wham really put it on them last night. Yeah, so, so they, we, we could have a, a, another state championship on the horizon. Yeah, here. the team they're going to play is a uh, Springfield team. They're really, really good, but we'll see what happens. Well, uh, we certainly wish them all the luck. Go Vikings for sure. All right. All right, thank you for the call. <laughs> Right. Have a good day. And, uh, yeah, great. Uh, it's been a great program for years, going all the way back to the, uh, I don't know, something that was almost 30 years that Jim Bergioli was running the team. And he was my English teacher, one of my favorite teachers I ever had, and one of my favorite people in the world. And he set the standard for that program. You know, it was even, even before him, but he really set the standard for that program that uh, that still carries through to this day. All right, I do have to take my final break of the hour. We'll be back in just a few moments. All right, let's see if we... Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.